What is going on, my friends? I hope you are doing well today. The team at TRE wants to say thank you so much for all the support. Thank you for joining today. This is the Real Estate Podcast, and we want you guys to do us a solid. If you don't mind, can you help us get the message out? We believe that real estate can be for anybody, and we believe there's opportunities for people to grow with us. So if you can, please share, subscribe, like, comment. Thank you for being here on our journey, and we are going to continue to add as much value as we possibly can and try to shake up the industry. Let's dive in. guys welcome to the real estate podcast really excited today thank you guys for tuning in we are always getting entrepreneurial and talking real estate crypto you know cannabis whatever it may be entrepreneur's journey uh, we have megan templeton here today and she is an attorney she has her own law firm and uh consults attorneys she uh, is involved in the blockchain space in a lot of different ways and megan thank you for uh, joining today yeah thanks for having me i'm excited to be here yeah, I would love to talk about kind of your, your career and like what you focus on and specialize in. And we just try to get as much uh, value to entrepreneurs as we possibly can. Um, so if you, if you don't mind, just kind of take the floor and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, my name is Megan Templeton. I'm based out of Birmingham, Alabama. Um, and have been practicing law now for about eight, uh, nine years or so. And inside of that time frame, have focused heavily on side of uh, real estate investing and then alternative asset investing. So things like crypto as well. Um, inside of that, I have built a law firm here in Birmingham that is focused on assisting small businesses and entrepreneurs. I've been doing that for a couple of years, but also do consulting across the U.S. And so one of those companies that I do consulting with that I'm on here on behalf of today is Royal Legal Solutions. And what we do at Royal Legal is really a one-stop shop for um, real estate investors, any type of investors. Um, it can be alternative assets as well, but focus on asset protection strategies, crypto, how that's going to impact the real estate world, and really getting all of your protections in place. So things like estate plans as well. Um, so yeah, my, my career has been heavily focused on helping folks keep the most amount of money in their pockets. Um, that's what I like to tell folks and really just making law accessible in general. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about blockchain and what your knowledge and passion is behind that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a new evolving space and would love to hear as, as much as you can share on that. Yeah. So blockchain's interesting, right? I mean, crypto, you know, technically I think it got started over a decade ago, but it's really had this resurgence in the last like year or two. And you're seeing a lot of different forms of crypto and things like that. But inside of that, one of the things that I think is most impactful for people that they don't realize is blockchain, because when you think of blockchain, you automatically think of crypto, but it has other uses as well, because what blockchain really is, is a digital ledger. It's a secure way to store information. And so it is great great for hosting crypto on, but it's also great for things like real estate transactions. And so for my practice of law, where I'm going to see the biggest impact with blockchain is you're going to see closings change dramatically because now you've got this really secure storage location. You're going to see things go a lot quicker. So clear to close is going to go from 30 days, maybe down to less than a week, um, just because you are going to have that secure storage where you can see the chain of title, know that it hasn't been messed with. You've got all the documents you need in one place. And it also allows for something called smart contracts. Um, which are really more kind of a templatized process. And so it makes it quick, easy to get those real estate contracts, eventually loan documents, um, all of those wrapped up, handled very quickly and very securely. And so I think that's going to be the biggest impact of blockchain where I'm at. 
Um, but it's got a ton of uses. It's a fun, interesting thing to see evolve. And I think we'll see more areas of uh, not only investing, but really just business operations move to a blockchain type model. Yeah. So what do you think that investors should be thinking about? Uh, what, you know, you said you're an investor and as blockchain grows and becomes more uh, of an application, what do we need to be thinking about, about how to, how to get involved in this and how to stay in front of it? Yeah. So I think when it comes down to that, it really is a matter of blockchain is going to make investing much more accessible. And there's a couple of ways it does that. One, it takes out a lot of the cost involved with it. Um, you're going to see less need for third parties or as heavily involved as third parties. So like even attorneys, our role in transactions is going to be lessened. Um, so your transaction costs are going to go a lot down. It's going to go a lot quicker. So it's going to take less of your time so you can expand in other areas for investing. But it's also going to allow you to invest heavily quicker. So, you know, for example, we can have now fractionalized ownership at a home. So you can go to somewhere like Lofty AI, purchase a very small portion of a home for as little as really 50 bucks. So you're going to see that entry to barrier really diminish. And so I think now's the time for investors to be looking at it and saying, how do I diversify my portfolio? What do I want to get involved in? How do I want to allocate my assets? Because you can spread them out a lot more now and do it in a lot more secure and quick way. Yeah. Awesome. So kind of shifting gears a little bit, like advice for entrepreneurs, what have you seen that has led to your success in business and some maybe lessons that you've learned along the way? Yeah. So the biggest thing that's had an impact on my career is having a good team around me. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't ever want to give any kind of appearance that I'm a one-man shop. I've made it where I am through mentors and um, just honestly cheerleaders all around me and folks who can give me the updated knowledge. And so, you know, as an attorney, I have to do these continuing education courses every year. And they're really helpful, but they're typically really heady and uh, thick. But so what I get is the day-to-day -day knowledge from these teams. So I've got a great team around me of CPAs who know all the new trends. I network with a lot of other attorneys all the time to stay up to date on trends, things that are changing. And then also just folks who are 10, 20, down, 20 years down the line from what I'm doing to where I want to go. And so for entrepreneurs, what I tell them is, First thing first is find someone who is where you want to be and pepper them with questions and make it worth a while. You know, you don't want to dishonor their time. So take them to lunch, ask them if you can ask them just a ton of questions, but always have someone who's in your corner who can spot the bypass. Right, right. Very cool. And what are, do you have like certain court cases you can talk about that have been interesting or exciting based on real estate or um, I'm not sure how yeah. that works, but. <laughs> no, that's a good question. Um, probably not specific court cases, is more as trends. I think, you know, what we're seeing now is you're seeing some court cases they are going to start influencing legislation in the way that regulations come down, particularly around the different kinds of entities that can be used with real estate, the ability for um, note loans to be called. So what really is going to trigger that due on sale is being heavily evaluated. And then you're also seeing a large focus on how do we regulate these alternative assets like crypto. Um, so you're seeing the SEC put a lot of time into focusing on that and what does the IRS have to say about it? And so it's not so much court cases, but I think what I've really been watching the past couple of weeks and months has been this idea of legislation around crypto um, because it is still kind of the wild west a little bit. There's not a ton of regulations around it because people are still trying to figure out exactly what that looks like. And so not particular court cases, but trends I'm seeing is folks paying a lot of attention to crypto. How do we regulate it? What's that going to look like for investors? How do you view uh, or what do you know about the, the changes that might come in on the uh, do on sale clause? 
Yeah. So with the do and sell right now, you've got the one exception, which is the St. Germain Act, right? Which only applies to residential homes and it has to be, um, or it can apply to things that have four or less doors. And then even inside of that, if you're going to use the St. Germain Act, you have to have a trust involved. And so there's ways to get around the do and sell, but it's kind of particular right now. I think what we're looking at is as people are broadening how they're investing with partners and different entity techniques and things, you're going to see originators really look at what does it look like for this loan to be transferred and the loan, the lender still be protected, but it give the investor flexibility if they do want to move it to a new LLC, things post-closing. So I think you're going to see the, the regulations around you on sale relax, um, but I, I'm not quite sure how they're going to end up because the lender also has to make sure they're protected in the end as well. But I, I have seen, you know, inside of clients, we help personally, and then just as kind of a broad educational overview, lenders are taking a strong look at that and how to make the do on sale less restrictive, more accessible for folks. Yeah. I'd love to hear your perspective. We heard about this cat and mouse game that can be played with do on sale clause. And I'm not sure uh, what you think about it, but it was like, I've got, you know, the, the assignment contract you're doing subject to and everything. And the bank says, you know, call it due. Well, I just switched the deed back to the owner's name and then we switch it back. And this guy <laughs> was telling us there's, there's literally nothing that can happen to prevent that from just happening forever. I don't know your perspective on that, but. Um, he, yeah, he I mean, it's a technique I've used. I mean, I'm going to be honest. It's one that we I've talked about with clients. I don't, it is staying inside the regulations, right? I mean, the lender, what they really care about is when they are auditing, evaluating that loan, they want to make sure that it's in the entity that they can call the note due on and recover those proceeds. So when you use this cat and mouse game, essentially, it's just whenever they discover it, you move it back, give it a little time, you move it back afterwards. Um, and that, you know, that covers you and that covers the lender and it helps with insurance processes and things. There's some transfer costs and so do that. And it's just kind of messy. And I think that's the kind of technique that's leading lenders to really take a look at this, because what that means is lenders then have to audit more often, right, to catch that cat and, cat and mouse game. And they don't want to do that. Um, so it, it's a technique that I definitely think you can use. Um, it has some administration and, and financial costs on your side, just moving it back and forth. But it's, you know, that's the way we tell folks, like, ultimately, if you want to make sure you have the liability protection in place and you didn't do it on the front end, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are ways that maybe our listeners or we can uh, help you out or add value for you uh, on your journey as everything that you're, you got going on? Yeah, so I, you know, I would love to hear from any of your listeners who are heavily involved in crypto and have knowledge on new ways to invest inside of it or any techniques. I'm always looking to learn, always looking just to network in general. Um, you know, love meeting investors, whatever stage of investing they be in, whatever asset class they may be in. I think there's just a lot of collective knowledge of investors we can share. Uh, you know, I think I think being an investor and kind of in the real estate investing world can kind of be a siloed position sometimes, right? Because you are an entrepreneur, you're on your own. So I think getting the networking and learning from that hive mind is really important. So I would love to hear from anybody that is heavily involved in those areas or that I can provide value to. I'd love to help folks inside of the asset protection realm. If there's any questions I have, just, you know, want to talk real estate and hang out. Sweet. And you said it was Royal Legal Solutions. It is. That's right. Awesome. Well, Megan, is there anything else that you'd like to touch on or uh, throw out there for, for our listeners? You know, I would say just like, like I said, if you have any questions on asset protection, anything about due on sale or blockchain, anything at all, hit me up. My email is Megan at royallegalsolutions.com. I've got some resources, some eBooks and things I'd love to provide. Um, but I think that's it. I really appreciate the conversation today. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. And uh, if you ever make it to Austin, you know, let us know. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping to come down for Austin City Festival at the end of the year. So we'll see. All right. Let us know. Well, thank you so all much, right. Megan, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Real Estate Podcast once again. Uh, Megan Templeton. 
uh, Royal Legal Solutions. And if you guys have any comments, questions, let us know. We're always here to provide as much feedback and value as we can. I will personally respond to all the comments. And if you can, get your friends and family to subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys for the Real Estate Podcast. Have a blessed day. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, guys.